Hey everyone, it's your favorite dog mongler, Fausty. <laughs> and that Mickey Mouse sounding motherfucker, Toggle. Aha! Uh-huh. Welcome to this uniquely special episode of Zooier Than Thou. Now, normally this show operates on a monthly basis, but Fausty and I are. Pre- <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what's wrong. <laughs> Mickey Mouse sounding motherfucker. <laughs> Fuck you! Now. <laughs> Normally, this show operates on a monthly basis, but Fausty and I are a pair of April Fools, and the chance for some extra April foolery was just too much to pass up. Plus, the first episode was so much fun! It really couldn't have gotten off to a better start, eh? Even our most optimistic scenarios didn't include 13,000 bonus impressions on Twitter thanks to the hate party hashtag. Also, the tireless promotional assistance from our best friends forever in the hate world. We're totally serious here. We couldn't have done it without all the help spreading that word. It has been the best launch ever. However, we did receive some very constructive feedback. So without further ado, let's take care of that fake voice of yours, Fausty. Wait, what happened? What's wrong with my voice? <laughs> I can't actually tell if that's any better. What are you talking about? This is just my normal voice. I always sound like this. Keep talking. <laughs> Keep talking, Fausty. We'll get this right eventually. Get what right? Wait, wait, what's that knob you're turning? You're not mongling my voice or something, are you? <laughs> That's actually kind of sexy. You sound like a stallion. <clears throat> I always sound like a stallion. Yeah, like like if uh, like if Barry White was being covered by some white bread-eating Canadian stallion. Fair enough. I think I can live with that. Or maybe maybe kind of like a moose. Like a, like a Mountie moose giving a public service announcement about wildfires. <laughs> well, a big handsome moose... He can be properly sexy in his own right, I guess. That's not really my cup of tea, though. I'll stick with the stallion, thanks. Let's uh, let's try something else here for a second. Wait, wait what's wrong with the stallion? <laughs> Actually, you kind of sound like me a little bit if I had a throat cold. Oh, geez, not that. Plus, if you keep this mic bongling up, you're going to ruin my carefully maintained secret persona, and everyone will know who I actually am. All right, how's that? Testing, testing. Okay, yeah, that's way better. <laughs> it's amusing that people thought we were using voice modulation on your voice because we really did consider it. And your voice took surprisingly well to being mongled just now, but we found that we had issues with audio artifacts that rendered the manipulation far too obvious. It being 2019 and all, you'd think that'd be pretty easy to get around with software, <laughs> right? I certainly did. But we researched it extensively, and all the free to low-cost plugins for voice modulation were just subpar in quality. And even some of the more expensive options didn't perform optimally. There weren't any options in a reasonable price range that actually worked. And there's bigger priorities than protecting you from doxing of your super-secret identity. Sure, okay. I know where I stand around here. But what about my voice sounds fake? All that work to change how I sound, (laughs) and somehow a few clever listeners saw right through it. Damn, I'd have gotten away with it, too, if it weren't for those meddling kids. <laughs> I don't know. It, it sounded pretty believable to me throughout the show. doesn't really sound like you at all, so there's no way anyone's going to figure out who you are from your voice. This isn't public, right? Because I'm really scared someone's going to figure out that I'm actually Douglas Pattern-Juggled LeConte Spink living in western Pennsylvania. I can't afford to get doxxed. i got to keep it on the down low. <laughs> too true. Don't worry. Your secret's safe with me. Nobody's going to crack this mystery, no way, no how. Sure, it makes your voice sound all stupid and weird, but it's worth it to keep your identity undercover. Thanks, Toggle. You're a real pal. (laughs) Moving on, let's take a dip in the mailbag. 
After the first episode went live, and thanks to the hate party Philip, we've been getting inbound comms from all over, from Twitter to Telegram to Kumquat Farms, home of the largest collection of Fausty fan fiction anywhere on the inner tubes. <laughs> also, a quick plug for all the feedback I've gotten on my beloved BitMessage address, which does remind me, I'll put that address in the show notes for anybody who doesn't have it already. It's great to hear from everyone, whether it's a quick note hello or a full bore take on a heavy topic. And we are honored to be part of that conversation. Oh, and those DMs to the Exposed Solution Twitter account from a certain lonely closet case. Man, <laughs> thanks so much. You really made our day. No joke, that's just about the funniest thing I've ever seen. Anyway, keep them coming. In particular on the topic of Beast Forum, as that's one that we'll be digging back into in the next episode for sure. This episode, our first email comes from Raccoon in Reno. Raccoon writes, I just wanted to offer my thanks for the show. The production was good, some decent laughs, no shortage of puns, but most importantly, some legitimately important information that just doesn't get passed around enough. Being a zoo is certainly no less complicated than any other sexual orientation, but thanks in no small part to living secret lives, we seem to have some of the lowest support, so it's good to see efforts to improve this matter. Looking forward to your next show. Uh, Raccoon is quite gracious in their feedback, and we're grateful for that. Also, a thanks for providing really what is a spot-on summary of what we're doing here at the Zooier Than Thou podcast. Uh, this is a time currently of unprecedented change in the zoo community. Bigotry really is on the run, and everyone working for a positive, healthy zoo futures is part of a change that many of us have worked towards for decades. Now, it's up to all of us in the community to bring out the best in ourselves by working together. The better we do that, the better we're able to continue our work as unique advocates for the holistic best interests of our non-human friends. Honestly, Raccoon, you really are picking up what we're putting down, and we couldn't be happier to hear from you. Exposure really is the solution. Minority groups gain support through visibility. We've seen it happen with other sexual and gender minority communities, and since we do share a common history of biblical bigotry with homosexuality, we could do well to take a page out of their book. And let's be honest, that bigotry has always been historically unkind to our animal companions. We do well to remind people where we stand when it comes to the welfare of our four-legged partners. Supporting each other, our community, and especially our non-human peers is really what it's all about. And that's the foundation on which Zuri Than Thou has been built right from the start. <laughs> what other kind of feedback have you personally received so far, Fausti? Well, the best part for me so far is how diverse the feedback has been. We've had everything from applause, sharp criticism, vague suggestions, and detailed recommendations. Overall, I don't think I have a single favorite. For me, what's so inspiring is just the broad swath of conversation the podcast has already helped to encourage. Mm -hmm. I think my favorite piece of feedback so far was, yeah, it was a bit silly for me, but good job. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough with that. Silly with a bit of good work mixed in along the way. I also had several people tell me that the last part of the advice segment was both arousing and informative. Specifically both, not just one or the other. Now, don't tell anyone. But in real life, I'm actually a male. <laughs> and so far in my life as a male, I haven't met any fellow males who actually say they hate blowjobs. Mm. Well, at least they don't hate blowjobs if they're done right, eh? Uh, yeah, okay. If they're done right. And, you know, ask a hundred adult males if they'd rather receive a gentle, loving, consensual, pleasurable blowjob from a trusted partner, <laughs> or have their testicles cut off against their will and live mm. the rest of their lives suffering the health consequences of that violent genital mutilation. Mm. 
So far, I haven't found anyone who chooses the castration option. It's almost like one is actually abusive and one isn't. Mm -hmm. But anyhow, yes, advice on how to share physical intimacy with a loving adult partner is always a good thing. Uh, Not that anyone would question such an obvious statement. And that segment does seem to have been particularly well received. It seems like blowjobs are indeed a popular topic of discussion. (laughs) It certainly seems to come up in non-zoo animal porn a fair amount. Man, does it ever. (laughs) You remember that Hollywood movie, Porn Dogs, The Adventures of Sadie? (laughs) Yeah, that movie. Lots Uh, of allusions to canine blowjobs in that one. That was super creepy since all the boys supposedly receiving blowjobs were visibly castrated. I actually can't think of a better example of just how broken our society's view of companion species are than a movie that features anatomically impossible blowjobs given to actual victims of non-consensual genital mutilation. Mm. That's well beyond creepy and downright sad. Yeah, well, at least everyone can agree that tongue-in-cheek podcast sex advice that doesn't involve violence and amputation is good, clean fun. And unlike South Park, our dog blowjob segments won't ever get stuck at the Red Rocket stage. Well, not to blow off a great topic of discussion, but what else do we have on the agenda today? Well, any production has its bloopers, so we thought we'd share a couple of them with you as a parting gift since it's April Fool's Day. So am I correct in predicting that bloopers here is synonymous with Toggle laughing his ass off hysterically? (laughs) What can I say? I laugh a lot. Our first blooper features our good friend Julia doing her worst Barbara Walters impression, as far as I can tell. And the second one is just really corny. Enjoy. There's a big buck that's been fuck. There's a big buck that I. <laughs> There's a big buck I've been fucking. <laughs> okay, we got try this. That, try try, that, try that one again. Special thanks too to the Cross Species Alliance and the Can't Be Corn. Can't Be Corn. <laughs> <laughs> I like that project. That's an interesting one. <clears throat> Can't Be Corn. Be a good satire account. Just pictures of corn. Nothing but corn. Corn cobs. Corn on the cob. Corn plants. It's corn, corn, and more corn. <laughs> and, that, and then we could just start uh, filing, uh, um, making reports on the account. Because, you know, Twitter's not the right place for corn like that. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. I've got it back in the show. <laughs> Can't be corn. I'm changing, I'm changing that in my text right now. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, centered. We're going to get back to this. Before we go tonight, friends, we'd like to take a break from the lulls to say a few serious words about something that couldn't be less funny. Right there with you, Fausti. Uh, Recently in New Zealand, the dark stain of bigotry and hatred came to a head and took the lives of 50 peaceful citizens at prayer. That terroristic attack has truly shocked the world's conscience we'd like to humbly offer here our deepest condolences to the victims and to their families. Alike or different of the faith or not, we are all here together. And the sickness of supremacist neo-Nazi ideology has absolutely no place in the world we share. Namaste. I'm not a very eloquent speaker when it comes to things like this. 
Words seem so empty in the face of displays of genuine human evil. We can take an easy moral position and pat ourselves on the back, but our actions really define where we stand. It's truly amazing to see how the indomitable Kiwi spirit is facing this crisis. As an American, seeing their government, their private sector companies, and their whole population coming together as one and working towards real solutions to the problems that have been thrust upon them is moving beyond expression. I think that if I were among those faced with this tragedy, nothing would bring me more songless than knowing that what happened to me wouldn't happen to anyone else. I can't give anything more valuable than that. I'm not sure how to end this, but let's end with hope that tomorrow is going to be better. Well spoken, my friend. And that's a great note on which to end this mini stallion episode of Zero Than Thou. Join us next time when we'll be tackling a topic so controversial, so over the line, so utterly beyond the pale that we might even make some zoos upset. Making zoos upset? What could possibly be that controversial? <laughs> well, looks like you'll just have to keep an eye on the moon and on your RSS feed for the next episode of Zooier Than Thou. Stay defiant, fellow zoos. We'll see you next time. Same zoo time, same zoo channel. Thanks for sharing your time with us. Stay healthy and proud, you glorious zoo nation. <laughs>